Welcome everybody to the Captain's Spot. I'm your host, Justin Freeman. Six foot one inches, 275 pounds of fantasy knowledge. And it's Monday Night Football, boys and girls. Week 11, right here on the Captain's Spot, where we are talking about Rams at Buccaneers. Jared Goff versus Tom Brady. This is a game with a 48-point total. The Bucks favored at home by four and a half points. This is going to be a pretty crucial game in like actual real football. Both teams fighting for playoff positioning. You know, the Rams in a really, really competitive division out west. You know, trying to fend off the Cardinals, trying to fend off the Seahawks. Eh, maybe not so worried about the 49ers out there. And then the Bucks over there in the NFC South got a tight race going on with them and the Saints as well. So this looks like a really important real football game. So I think we'll see the best that both these two teams have to offer. In terms of injuries on this slate, there's not a whole lot to talk about. On the Tampa side, Tanner Hudson, backup tight end will be out. Other than that, we're talking about full steam ahead. We're just going to need to figure out exactly what these depth charts and you know usage rates are going to look like for both of these teams so we figure out who's worth the salary on this slate. It should be a fun one. There are a lot of uh, you know places for us to take a stand. Obviously, you know, two quarterbacks who are capable of putting up big numbers. You know, Jared Goff, pretty wide range of outcomes. And we wouldn't have said that about Tom Brady until here recently. Started to see a little bit of a floor developing for Tom Brady. Brings us a little bit of concern, especially since he is the highest priced player on the slate at $11,000. Can we afford to take an $11,000 gamble on a guy who may or may not pay off? To be seen. We will determine that as we run our allocations as we do each and every week here on the Captain's Spot. Before we hop too deep, quick uh, reminder to like, rate, review, subscribe, wherever you're listening to this. If you're listening here on Monday night, you're probably finding it right here on the Maya Media Network YouTube channel. Click subscribe, smash the like button there as well. And a uh, reminder, you can get this in your audio feed as well. Podcast feed, search for the Captain Spot podcast channel and subscribe there as well. You can get it so many different places, guys. The Thursday show and the Sunday night show over on the Captain Spot YouTube channel. So... Let's dig right into this thing and take a look at the pricing. Whereas we mentioned, Tom Brady's going to come in at $11,000 this week. His quarterback counterpart, Jared Goff, $9,800. Now, the Vegas spread at four and a half points gives us a little bit of indication. This could be a relatively close game, but more times than not, obviously going to favor the uh, Tampa Bay side. But, um, you know, it's a over-under that's not like super aggressive or super low, you know. So we're, we're kind of like right in the middle of a lot of different possibilities for the way this game script could pan out. So I don't think we're going to be looking at like some super heavy run script from the Tampa side or, you know, some super, super shootout from either of these two teams. We're looking at a pretty ordinary outcome, uh, at least according to the Vegas spread, which, I mean, as we know, you know, Vegas is going to be a measure of central tendency and things can get really far off kilter you know, depending on the way certain games go. And this is showdown. This is a game, especially in tournaments, where you're incentivized to take advantage of what everybody else thinks is going to happen. Now, you know, the most likely thing to happen rarely happens, especially in the course of a single game. So uh, just keep that in mind as we're talking about showdown strategy. You're going to have to find places to get a little bit weird in your lineup, especially if you want some equity there towards first place. So make sure you're considering all of those different things. But at the quarterback position, try to figure out you know how you think this game's going to flow. Um, you know I think the the LA pass defense you know, is a pretty tough matchup here for Tom Brady. Now he's got the best set of weapons probably in the National Football League as he gets Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Antonio Brown to throw to, plus Rob Gronkowski uh, on top of that, and Cameron Braid as well. 
Not to mention Leonard Fournette coming out of the backfield. That's a pretty studly group as far as hands to put the ball into for Tom Brady. Now, the question is, can he build off that last performance and, and come out you know, looking a little bit better this game? And you know, on top of that, where do we expect those targets to go in the offense? You know, Since the addition of Antonio Brown in this offense, uh, things have gone a little bit haywire for the Buccaneers. Like maybe it's just not the same chemistry that we've seen before from this group, but I think it's actually helped me to understand that Mike Evans is a little bit better than I've been giving him credit for. I think earlier this season, it looked like he was battling some sort of lower body injury. That seems to be in the past at this point because Evans has looked stronger the last couple of games. And as we look at sort of that three wide receiver set, you know, we've got Mike Evans, $9,000, Chris Godwin, $8,400, Antonio Brown, $7,800. So they're all within $1,200 of each other there. And I think that's just about right. And we look at how those targets have been allocated over the last couple of weeks since, you know, all three of those guys have been in the offense at the same time. You know, Chris Godwin has, uh, you know, fallen a little bit behind uh, Mike Evans. Mike Evans got 29% of the team's targets last week. You know, Antonio Brown, 21%, 16% for Chris Godwin. So you know, it's just going to be one of those rotational things where it's going to vary each and every week. You know, Godwin and Evans are still the guys who are out there running the most number of routes. And we know that's our best predictor of where those targets are going to go. Targets, best predictor of where the fantasy points are going to go. So, um, you know, we want to focus on that. You know, Antonio is a little bit further behind those guys in terms of routes run. And we look at that. You know, last week, 95% of routes runs for Mike Evans. That means he's a full-time player. 93% for Chris Godwin, full-time player. 63% for Antonio Brown. So he's being used like a rotational type player. That means like he's on the field when Cameron Brait is not on the field. You know, so Gronk's out there a lot and that sort of thing. So you just kind of think about that. If you think about it sort of old-fashioned football terminology, Antonio Brown playing the slot role, so to speak. So Godwin and Evans, permanent fixtures, Brown coming in, um, Cameron Brake coming in, rotating uh, at, at that level. So overall, you know, we believe that Antonio Brown still has a lot of spark left. And But, I mean, the thing is, all of these three guys do. So you know, trying to figure out where the targets are going to be allocated, I would say Evans and Godwin are going to project out almost identical at, towards the top there. Maybe a slight edge there to Evans with Antonio Brown just a half step behind those guys. I think the real loser there potentially could be Rob Gronkowski. Because there's only one football to go around, and it makes it a lot easier, you know, earlier in the year where he's playing games without Chris Godwin. And obviously, without Antonio Brown, he wasn't even on the team at that point. Now, I was thinking about the running back rotation here for Tampa, because that's been kind of a pain in the neck this year as well. We're talking about Ronald Jones, 8,800, Leonard Fournette, 4,400. Now, it seems like whatever you think is going to happen, it kind of flows the opposite way. But it seems like at this point, we know the Bucks want to run the ball with Ronald Jones. And Ronald Jones is a great pure runner, no doubt about it. Um, that was the tape on him coming out of college. All the draft guys were big on Ronald Jones' straight line running ability. Now, what he has never claimed to have is like this tremendous pass catching ability. And that seems to be sort of how these roles have materialized where Leonard Fournette has, you know, carved out a niche as the pass catching, you know, running back. You know, he's versatile. He's not only the pass catching guy, he's also the two minute guy. And he's also the third down guy. And he's also you know, a guy that can spell Ronald Jones after he's had too many carries. 
So, you know, keep in mind that the, the role is a little bit fluid there for Fournette. He's just sort of picking up whatever slack Ronald Jones can't carry. And in some games, that's going to work out to be a really large role. In other games, not so large. So $4,400, kind of a gamble there. And this Rams defense, you got to figure out how well is uh, Tampa going to be able to run the ball against those guys. But I think that price point difference, like, Ronald Jones costs twice as much as Leonard Fournette, and that's a tough pill for me to swallow, especially in DraftKings, PPR formats, that sort of thing. Let's uh, talk about the tight end position real quick. Where you know mentioned Rob Gronkowski, $6,200. You know Gronk's target share kind of coming back down to earth a little bit. In two of the last three weeks, he's been at 10% of the team's targets or less. That's not good enough usage. You know if he can be closer to 15 to 20%. That's slam dunk territory, but I don't think we can expect that from Rob Gronkowski moving forward as long as Antonio Brown's a part of this offense. You know, sort of the, the lower down the menu options such as you know, Tyler Johnson, Scotty Miller. I just don't think there's enough uh, snaps for those guys to justify putting them in our lineups for Tampa. Now looking at LA, um, we're talking about these, you know, the quarterback situation, pass catching situation there. I think it's really clear that a Cooper Cup has really pulled away from Robert Woods this season. Like they were sort of 1A, 1B in that offense for a long, long time. Um, and so it takes a little bit of mental readjustments to think like, okay, now Cooper Cup is significantly ahead of Robert Woods at this point. Like we look at the season's target share, 25% of the targets have gone to Cooper Cup, 19% to Robert Woods. Now guess who's just hot on Robert Woods' tail right now? It's Josh Reynolds. Josh Reynolds, $6,800, coming off a game where he saw 28% of the team's targets. He's out there on 88% of the team's routes. Guess what? That's more than anybody else on this football team. Now, Josh Reynolds has gone from being sort of a throwaway option when the team didn't want to run two tight end sets to now being a permanent fixture. And that comes at the direct cost of Robert Woods and Cooper Cup, for that matter. Matter of fact, you could make an argument that Josh Reynolds may even project for the most volume in this game. I wouldn't quite go that far, but you can make that argument based on the way that he has fit into this rotation. Um, you know, Van Jefferson is a guy who we thought might be a thing earlier this year. You know, rookie wide receiver there in that team thought he could push Josh Reynolds. Well, Josh Reynolds has really stepped up to the occasion. Sixty-eight hundred dollars. Josh Reynolds is going to be a guy I think you know most people are still behind on especially in a large field, we're talking about a lot of fresh people, we can make a big name for ourselves there playing Josh Reynolds. Um, and I think, you know, attacking Tampa Bay, you're going to want to do it through the air because the Tampa Bay rush defense is phenomenal. So can Jared Goff and company just toss the ball all, all over the yard? I think that's their best chance for success. So focusing on key pieces of that passing game are going to be very important. Now let's talk about the running options for L.A. It's Malcolm Brown, Daryl Henderson, and Cam Akers. They've made this sort of three-headed nightmare rotation. And the snaps have been pretty equally distributed. Last week, 26% to Cam Akers, 33% to Daryl Henderson, 41% to Malcolm Brown. So they're all sort of right there in that one-third range, give or take, as far as number of snaps. And I expect that to be pretty much the case this time, which makes it really hard to pick one for showdown purposes. So you may just want to just avoid those Rams running backs altogether. But if you can pick the right one, they'll probably all be super low owned no matter which one you pick uh, because I think everybody's scared to pull that trigger. Obviously, Cam Akers, $2,800. He is the cheapest of those three running backs, 
probably is one going to be the easier of the three for you to get into your lineup. But I would not prioritize putting those guys in there. Um, you know, talk about tight end real quick. Tyler Higby and Gerald Everett, both those guys are good to go. You know, Higby coming off a game where he played 84% of the team snaps and saw 17% of the targets. That's an encouraging improvement based on what we've seen uh, throughout the last several weeks. So if he could continue that, I think we can just forget about Gerald Everett. You know, he was looking better in games where we didn't think we were going to have sort of a full complement of receivers, a full complement of tight ends. Um, you know, I think that makes a big difference. So overall, why don't we go take a look at our captain allocations this week where it looks like Cooper Cup is going to be our man. You know, Cooper Cup, we mentioned this you know, sort of projectable volume. He might have the most projectable volume of anybody on this slate. Like we don't know how to project either of these two running backs with uh, you know, running back rotations with any degree of certainty. We don't know where those targets are going to go in the Tampa Bay wide receiver core with any degree of certainty, but we know Cooper Cup's going to get fed. And so that makes him a really optimal captain for us this week, followed by Tom Brady. And you know, usually, again, quarterback's not usually that high up in the captain rankings. However, let's think about why Tom Brady is. It's because he doesn't have a locked-in wide receiver to throw the ball to. He doesn't have just one guy. If he just had Mike Evans or just had Chris Godwin, then those guys would be the captain, not Tom Brady. But the fact that he has Brady, has, uh, excuse me, um, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski, uh, Leonard Fournette, all of those guys are passing options. It just lowers the volume of those guys and makes Brady himself the more optimal captain in that format. So following Brady, Chris Godwin, Robert Woods, then a little teardrop between Mike Evans and Jared Goff, another teardrop, Antonio Brown, and then after that, a big, big teardrop down to Ronald Jones. Let's look at the flex appearances for the week. You know, no surprise, the two quarterbacks are going to be guys we want to try to incentivize into our lineup, Tom Brady, Jared Goff, Cooper Cup, Chris Godwin, Robert Woods, Mike Evans, Leonard Fournette. So you see Ronald Jones does not grade out particularly well in this. Um, you know, obviously it's really easy to imagine a situation where, you know, um, a player like Ronald Jones does pay off. However, um, you know, just the role ambiguity there makes a big difference. Not knowing exactly what to expect there from Ronald Jones. Um, you know, not knowing if the game script will be a Ronald Jones friendly game script. All these things make a big difference. I think the team is more likely to win by going through Tom Brady. I think both these teams are more likely to win going through their quarterbacks than going through their running backs this game. So, that's all the information we've got for you this week. Again, hope you'll like, rate, review, subscribe to the show. And this will be it for Monday night. We'll catch you guys back on week 12 over on the Captain Spot YouTube channel. We'll be talking a little Thursday night football. We'll see you guys then.